0: In 2023, people tend to avoid talking about politics because of how toxic it's become. And that's problematic because of how important government is in our day-to-day life. But people tend to avoid talking about politics because of its toxicity, and its toxicity stems from a issue called polarization, which is something that we've talked about a number of times on PolicyWonk, and I look to dive a little deeper into in Shaw Talk eventually. But all that being said, polarization is today's topic. So I'm Kale Shaw, and you're listening to Shaw Talks Politics. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Shaw Talk. I'm your host, Kale Shaw. Today we're technically talking about polarization, but we're going to do it in the form of a book review. So I've just finished reading for the second, actually the third time, Lee Dropman's Breaking the Two-Party Doom Loop. Uh, I read it for the first time prior to a class that I took at Cleveland State University. Um, And then I took a class on polarization, special topics in political science polarization with uh, Dr. David Stack, shout out. And this was one of the assigned course readings. Now Lee Drutman has written uh, a couple of books, I believe, but he th- this is the subtitle of this book. The subheading, I guess, would be um, the case for multi-party democracy in America. It it leans heavy into the fact that a lot of the polarization, a lot of the polarizing issues can lead to things like maybe political violence or like the, the toxic breakup of families, uh, I guess. Those things are all caused by the two-party system where you're either on one team or the other. So how do we solve this issue? Make more teams. Um, now, in the United States, we have a system, and I'm not going to get too much into the systems, uh, because that'll be Joe's, Joe's job. But in the United States, we have a system that's that basically props up two-party uh, government in the United States. And in political science, we learned something called Duverger's Law, which basically says in any district where there's one representative, you're going to end up having two parties. And I mean, there's a lot more to it than that, but that kind of summarizes it. So what this book does is it says this is the issue. Here's how we solve it: multi-party democracy. But we can only achieve multi-party democracy if we change other things. So one of them, the one one thing that he talks about, is expanding the House. And this is something that I don't disagree with. It's 2023. The European Parliament has 700 something members in it. Why can't the United States House of Representatives have 700 something people in it? Because hear me out, the population of the European Union is roughly the same as the population of the United States. So they have more proportionate representation because they have 700 something members and we have 400 something. So expand the House. And when you expand the House, we could also talk about terms, not term limits. Extending the terms. So we, we could talk about how in the House of Representatives they spend a majority of their time campaigning because they have two-year terms. And when you spend a lot of your time campaigning instead of maybe working on legislation that can cause problems. You get people like Marjorie Taylor Greene who is always looking to Uh, say something outrageous, to make some fundraising money off of it so she can win re-election in two years, and so she can help the caucus and the party. With extended terms, you have to focus on policy because then you can be labeled as somebody who doesn't get anything done and things like that. Um, Another thing that he talks about is the fact that we should get rid of the Electoral College. And a number of people agree with this today. And it makes a lot of sense. It's an outdated system that barely made sense when it was first written down. But it's 2023. We have ways to calculate the popular vote. But in 2016, we had a situation where a president of the United States was elected without winning the popular vote. Now, this has become mainly a partisan issue, largely due to the fact that the last time a Republican won the popular vote but became president was in 2004. When George Bush was up for re-election, it was post-9-11, and that's something called the rallying effect, where the people kind of rally around the leader. Now, George Bush was not a good president. He was a decent president who led the country through 9-11 and wars in the Middle East. And because of that, the people of the United States kind of rallied around him, but that's why he won the popular vote in 2004. And since then, Republicans have not won the popular vote. And that is why this has become a partisan issue. It's more democratic to to get rid of the Electoral College and to just use the popular vote to decide who's the president of the United States. But for some reason, Republicans don't want this to happen. And obvious... It, I mean, the answer is obvious. But moving on. Another thing that... Drutman talks about our different systems so he talks about mixed member proportional systems he talks about uh, full party list systems and he talks about just this other ways that we could have better representation and he, he at the very beginning of this book he argues for the importance of parties which a lot of people who maybe don't study poli sci disagree with. There are a lot of people who don't study poli sci who are independents because they feel like they're intellectually and morally superior and that they're above the party squabble. There are people who maybe find themselves thinking a little more conservative on some issues and a little more liberal on others. So they're independent. And that's perfectly fine. And that's perfectly normal. But there should be a party for people who think that way. There should be a group of people that can caucus together and work together to achieve their goals. And because of that, we need to expand the system to include multiple parties. Now, in the United States, we do have multiple parties. We have the Green Party, we have the Libertarian Party. But at the end of the day, they don't mean anything. What they actually do is they spoil elections for the major parties by by siphoning votes. Because what has happened is... The Republican Party has started adopting stances taken by the Libertarian Party. That way they can take in those voters. And it's the same with the Democrats. Democrats have taken on Green Party characteristics, and that, that way they can get Green Party voters. And I say it all the time. I would probably vote Green Party, and I'd probably be a registered member of the Green Party, if the Democrats didn't already do that. And if we had a better system where Green Party representation would be easy to achieve. But Drummond talks about multiple different examples of different representational systems. He talks about Germany. He talks about the Netherlands. He talks about Ireland and how all these countries have different systems that benefit the people. And in the United States, we need to move towards something similar. So, similar to the last book review, that's kind of where I'm going to end it there because I really want you to read the book. It's a great book. Lee Trutman's Breaking the Two-Party Doom Loop, The Case for Multi-Party Democracy. It's actually an excellent book. Obviously, I have a bunch of bookmarks, a bunch of different things. So I'm going to read just the inside, the inside the cover bit right here. I just hit the mic, so I'm so sorry. American democracy is at an impasse. After years of zero-sum partisan trench warfare, our political institutions are deteriorating and our norms are collapsing. Democrats and Republicans no longer merely argue, they cut off contact with each other. In short, the two-party system is breaking our democracy and driving us all crazy. Deftly weaving together history, democratic theory, and cutting edge political science research, Drummond tells the story of how American politics became so toxic, why the country is trapped in a doom loop of escalating two-party warfare and why it is destroying the shared sense of fairness and legitimacy on which democracy depends. He argues that the only way out is to have more partisanship, more parties, to short-circuit the zero-sum nature of binary partisan conflict. American democracy was once stable because the two parties held within them multiple factions, which made it possible to assemble flexible majorities and kept the temperature of political combat from overheating. But as conservative Southern Democrats and liberal Northeastern Republicans disappeared, partisan conflict flattened and pulled apart. Once the parties fully separated, toxic partisanship took over. With the two parties divided over competing visions of national identity, Democrats and Republicans no longer see each other as opponents, but as enemies. And the more the conflict escalates, the shakier our democracy feels. Breaking the two-party doom loop makes a compelling case for large-scale electoral reform. Importantly, reform not requiring a constitutional amendment that would give America more parties, making American democracy more representative, more responsive, and ultimately more stable. Now, this is quite the book. It is. It is a. It is a. Not, it's not a challenging read, but there are numbers. There are different. Um, I guess big words, but it's it, at the end of the day, it is a book utilizing political science for political scientists. And even if you don't think in a way that political scientists do, I do suggest that you read the book. It, is, it does make a very compelling case for multi-party democracy in the United States. And it ultimately shifted my outlook on political parties after I read it the first time. So that being said, this has been the second book review from Shaw Talks Politics, a Policy Wonk production. So all that being said, I'm your host, Kale Shaw, and I'm signing off. This video, and you enjoy the work that Policy Wonk Productions cranks out, please, please, please consider liking, commenting, and subscribing. If you are interested in helping us grow and foster the progressive media ecosystem online, please consider donating to our show. Reach out to us at policywonkcast at gmail.com and we'll get you in touch with somebody who can help you with the donation process. Thank you so much for watching.